This is the real episode 573 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, End Times Survival Guide. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to the real episode 573. I'm saying that because in episode 572, I kept calling that one episode 573. And so I was, uh, after I finished editing and was uploading it and everything, I started looking at the actual numbers. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got that wrong, right? So I'm sure you'll forgive me on that one, but I thought I'd have a little bit of fun today when I started recording this one. Uh, so I have two episodes, 573, and but this is the real one, right? So uh, anyway, there you go. All right, today's article comes to us from survivalblog.com, and the title is End Time Survival Guide, and this is part one. There's actually a part two, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes so you can go check it out. I'm not going to read that one because there's some lists and different things like that when they're talking about skills that you can just go and and just, like I said, it's just a list that you can go and, and read and some other things, that good things, but um, I don't normally read two articles in one podcast episode. At least I don't do that anymore. And, you know, trying to keep them down to a manageable length. Uh, but anyway, what I want to say about this one starting out is this is heavy, heavy religion, heavy, heavy Christianity, a lot of scripture. And so if that offends you, I'm and see, I don't. I want to say I'm sorry, but I don't. I don't want to say I'm sorry because I don't apologize. I mean, my faith is a very important part of what I do. You know, I do one of the the big reasons why I'm even doing, the, you know, preparedness and websites and or prepper website and the podcast and all that kind of stuff because I feel like I'm supposed to be doing that. So it's a very big part of who I am. Uh, but I I know that every time I talk about faith or, you know, talk about religion or whatever. And for me, it's not religion. It's faith in Jesus Christ and, and all that good stuff. But when I do it, I always get emails and like, hey, you shouldn't be talking about religion like that. And I'm like, look, this is this is it. This is me. This is part of who I am. This is part of my preparedness. If you don't like it, there's plenty of other podcasts out there that you can listen to. So there's some good preparedness stuff in here, things that you should hear. But I just wanted to let you know that there is a lot of scripture and talking about Jesus and uh, all that good stuff that that is very, very important. And so I'm going to go ahead and read the article and then I want to say a few things. There's, I don't agree, and let me say that, I don't agree with everything that this uh, author says, right, this article says. And so at the very end, I want to talk a little bit about that because the portion that I don't agree with comes up at the end. But then there's a couple of other things I want to say uh, in regards to this topic as well. And so let's go ahead and start again, coming to us from survivalblog.com, In Time Survival Guide, Part 1. This guide is intended for all those who walk in truth and all those who seek to find it. Brothers and sisters, we must humbly present to you a definitive end-time survival guide and ultimate salvation. 
This is a comprehensive end-time survival guide created to help you and your family prepare for the possible collapse of America and other end-time scenarios that show signs of manifestation. Most importantly, we desperately share with you a message that leads to ultimate salvation. We have a lot of information to share, so we will speak briefly about each topic. Please be advised to do your own research and have your Bible ready. Remember, the Bible is God's authoritative word, and it's the best survival book we have available. Also, it should be mentioned, don't rely on mainstream media when it comes to the safety of your family. So here's the article structure. There's an urgent message that there's a storm coming. Number two, there's a way out, the protocols of survival. Number three, a plan of action, the ways of the end-time survivalist. And then number four and five are actually covered in part two, the basic survival necessities, supplies, tools, and skills, and then, of course, the conclusion. So please be reminded this message is to promote love and awareness. We wish nothing from you and only for you. God bless all in the Son's name, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. All right, so let's go ahead and read number one. Urgent message, there is a storm coming. So those who are aware see the huge dark clouds looming outside of our windows. We are all witnesses to the rapidly growing plethora of issues that threaten our families daily. We know that something big is about to happen. There is a storm coming. Before we talk about how to prepare for the coming storm, we first need to understand what possible scenarios we actually need to prepare for. Let's take a current look at the current times and establish what critical issues pose the greatest threat to our safety in the immediate future. Number one, the economic collapse of America. There's much sign that tells of the imminent collapse of the American economy. As this article is written, the United States just suffered the largest government shutdown in history during a time when national debt is out of control. So interest rates are on the rise and major corporations are cashing out while the players of Wall Street frantically stampede to the emergency exit. We are nearing the event horizon of the terminal economic collapse of America. So just imagine going to your bank and not being able to get any cash, or even worse, the dollar loses its so-called value completely. The unemployment rate will skyrocket and social crisis climaxes worldwide. This will be the first sign to run for the mountains. The second one is the national blackout. In December of 2018, the President's National Infrastructure Advisory Council called for urgent attention to the impending threat of a national blackout from terrorist attack. Furthermore, the presidential panel approved a 94-page report detailing the potential challenges our country faces and guidelines for a new focus on the threat of electromagnetic weaponry. Electromagnetic pulse weaponry is one of the most well-known threats to the American people. The nation's grid is a prime target for terrorist attack. The effects of this kind of weaponry would be completely devastating. No food, no power, no communication, no commercial transportation. Nuclear reactors would melt down. Military bases would be cut off. Millions of families would be displaced, all leading to complete civil unrest within hours. These two events we have just described show us a clear picture of how America will look in its final hour. All those who are not prepared will be thrown to the mercy of those who are, be vigilant and prepare yourself for the coming storm. Please read Matthew 24 and Revelation 17 and 18. All right, so I said I didn't agree completely uh, at the very end, but there's a couple of things here that I just want to point out. Um, first of all, 
I think I'm, I'm not so concerned about electromagnetic pulse as much as a terrorist, a cyber, a cyber attack, right? A terrorist uh, attack on the grid coming from, you know, cy- you know a cyber attack. Um, I think that's more, so if you think about it, I think that's more relevant or more possible than an EMP. An EMP, you're bringing a device you know, across the ocean, you got to get it in a position where it can go, it can fly above the United States. There are, you know, things that can pick up on, on, you know, nuclear signatures and things like that, that we have in ports and, and all that kind of stuff. But a nuclear or a cyber attack can be run from your own computer in your own country. And so a lot of people say that the stuff that the, that the malware and the Trojans and, and whatever, you know, the devices that are needed to actually, you know, kick off a cyber attack are already in the system. It ju- They're just waiting for a trigger. And so a lot of people have said that before, which is kind of scary if you think about it. But I think that's more probable, more possible than an EMP. So that's usually where I come from. The other thing is he said here, um, you know, to show us a clear picture of how America will look like in its final hour. I don't, I don't know. There's nothing biblical. Uh, Again, the Bible doesn't say anything about America specifically, right? So I don't know how people can always say that. I'm not saying that America is always going to be great and it's always going to be, you know, like it is right now, but as far as America, you know, completely being destroyed, I don't know. There's not real biblical evidence for that, that you can, you can just say that. All right, so let's move on to number two, a way out, the protocols of survival. So we are living in a time of tremendous upheaval, and God is preparing us for all the final harvest. His reapers have already begun to separate the tares from the wheat. This is the pinnacle moment of truth that reveals who we are and who we serve. All men are known by their fruits, and God's children are distinguished by their obedience. Soon we will all reap what we have sown, and all creation will know the truth, that is, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. Only by choosing to acknowledge His sacrifice and authority are we able to claim our inheritance in the kingdom of heaven. So Psalms 91.7 says, Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Please read Matthew 13. So whatever life-threatening situation we may experience, we should find comfort in knowing there is a way out. God has already given us a flawless plan of victory, sanctified through the blood of His perfect sacrifice. It is our faith in God and our obedience to His statutes that define the protocols of survival. So the question, which is the greatest commandment in the law? The answer, Matthew twenty-two thirty-six to 40 Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. The protocols of survival study the Bible daily in order to deepen your understanding of God's law and prophecy. Make sure you are living your life in accordance to his statutes. Utilize the power of prayer and put on the armor of God and follow in the steps of Christ and be led to ultimate salvation. Please read Psalms 91. Number three, the plan of action. The ways of the end-time survivalist. With our faith firmly rooted in God's statutes, we are able to create a solid plan of action. Let's now discuss some strategies and other key points of interest that are fundamental to the ways of the end-time survivalist. These guidelines offer practical suggestions to help us prepare for all mundane ordeals. So, family is first. 
Don't trust in others to raise or protect your children. Make sure your family is aware of any possible threats and coordinate with them a safety plan in case of emergency. Keep the family focused on God's word. Don't be distracted by the devil's propaganda, sports, video games, trash media, and other activities that drain our time and energy away from what is most important. Remember to discipline your children. Don't punish them. Honor your marriage. Stay loyal to your spouse and have each other's back. Teach your children how to pray. Keep family in close proximity and avoid any unnecessary travel. Have a predetermined location to meet in case there is loss of communication. Learn how to be self-reliant in nature. Consider taking survival classes as a family. Regularly conduct emergency drills. Get organized and be prepared for evacuation. Make an honest assessment of your property and get rid of anything that does not serve the needs of your family. Consolidate useful items to an inventory list and have survival necessities packed and ready to go. Be discreet about your survival plans and remember, loose lips sink ships. And then protect your finances. Take the necessary precautions to secure your finances from an economic collapse. Don't waste your resources on frivolous activities and materialistic ideals that were designed to spiritually enslave your family and deplete your bank account. Invest in worthy assets that will increase in value during the event of an economic collapse. Guns, ammo, food, water, medical supplies, and other survival necessities will become the currency of the future. Keep in mind, hyperinflation will cause the price of all goods to increase dramatically. A loaf of bread will cost a whole day's wage. Take advantage now and invest in storage, food, and other essentials before it's too late. So guys, that whole a loaf of bread will cost a whole day's wage, that's straight out of Revelation there. All right, next is have some cash set aside in case ATMs go down. Invest in precious metals. Gold and silver will always hold value when paper currencies fail. Although precious metals are not the most precious commodity, they still prove great importance in aiding our survival by protecting our financial assets. If you are able to invest in gold or silver, then I recommend buying legal tender coins. Precious metals in this form make it easiest for transporting, concealment, and bartering. To ensure you don't buy counterfeit coins, buy from trusted dealers. Recently minted bullion coins produced by either the U.S. Mint or Canadian Mint. Also, only have what you can carry. Getting rich is not the objective of the end-time survivalist. And don't invest in digital currencies. Unless you are in agreement with implanting a microchip in the hands of all your family, remember, you can turn the television off or put the phone down, but once a chip has been implanted, it becomes a part of you and there's no escape. So he's not necessarily there uh, talking about like cryptocurrencies and things like that. Um, more along the lines of when everything goes digital and there's no hard money there. And again, that's another ref reference to uh, the mark of the beast. So actually the next line is Revelations 13, 17. It says, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And then Revelation 16, 2 says, the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land and ugly festering sores broke out the people who had the mark of the beast and worshiped its image. So next up, make an exit plan. In a time of world crisis, resources rapidly deplete and eventually our supplies will run out. Hunger and sickness will cause the displacement of most families. The majority of the world will be forced to live in refugee camps. Few will have the skills or resources to be self-reliant. 
Our only hope for survival is to escape the cities and head for the mountains. Now, mountains provide clean water, food, and refuge. With the right tools and knowledge, you can potentially survive forever. Unite with other end-time survivalists. God's children must cooperate. By combining our resources and knowledge, we greatly increase the chances for our survival. Learn how to operate incognito. Hard times cause people to act highly irrational. It's best not to attract any unnecessary attention when on the move. Travel and hunt at night if possible and don't talk to strangers. Beware of winter travel. Food is scarce and weather conditions are most dangerous. Take great care when traveling with an infant. Newborns should never be exposed to extreme weather conditions for long periods of time. Their fragile system is too underdeveloped and they lack the willpower necessary for overcoming intense survival situations. Stay away from public areas and major highways. These places will be most chaotic. Have an exit plan to get out of America. We must come to realize that America is a sinking ship and common sense tells us to get out before it's too late. Although there will be problems worldwide during the end times, being trapped in the confines of America greatly limits your chances for survival. Seriously, take your family on the vacation of a lifetime and don't come back. I recommend finding refuge somewhere near the mountains of Central Europe. Africa and Asia also show promise of safe passage to the promised land. What's most important is finding a safe location away from cities and coastal waters and keep moving until you reach Zion. Genesis 19.17, flee for your lives. Don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the mountains or you will be swept away. And Revelations 18.4 says, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sin, and that ye receive not of her plagues. All right, guys, so that is it. There's 36 comments here, and so people kind of go a little bit back and forth on uh, a lot of the things that were said here. So you can, uh, you might know already the thing that I don't agree with, or one of the major things that I don't agree with here is the getting out of America. And so a lot of people have looked into this, and I know of people that are even who have websites, survival websites that I have talked to, uh, and they have done a lot of research because they're feeling kind of the same way, right? And so you look at what's going on in America and you start looking at other countries and what they find is it's not, not only is it not financially viable to be able to go, but you're living a whole different kind of life. And then you're going to a country where you're an outsider. And so when they looked at it and there have been people in the preparedness community that have moved to another country and they've been there for three, four, five, maybe even six years and they wind up coming back. I have never really agreed with the fact that Americans should leave America. I think that we have more resource. We have more landmass, first of all, that is that is just kind of wide open. You know, when you think, when you look at density, population density, you're looking at, you know, cities and you're looking at, you know, on the coast and you're looking on riverways and, and waterways and different things like that. But we're talking about there's forest, tons and tons of forest that it just, you know, that you can go and disappear into. And then you're talking about tons of resources that are out there. And so, yeah, you might not be able to hunt if, you know, you always hear this, if there was a true uh, end of the world as we know it type scenario, all the animals would be gone because all the animals would be hunted. So that's the, you know, that might be the case, but 
there's still a lot of resources out there that you can that you can be a part of. You go to another country, you are again a stranger. You don't know all their resources. You know places like think about, and I've said this before, Venezuela, which is a tropical country that should have you know should be able to to grow anything they ever wanted. You know the people are starving to death. They don't have any water. They're drinking sewer water, right? And so there's mountains and streams and ponds and rivers and all different kinds of things out there that are available if you were to go out there and and search them out and to find them. So I always thought that America was so big, uh, we have so much space that, you know, it would be the best bet would be to stay here. Is there, are there going to be problems? Yeah. Are there going to be problems in major uh, cities and things like that? Yeah. Do we have nuclear power plants that can melt down and stuff if the, the grid went down? Yeah. All those different kinds of things. But I still think that America would be the best place to stay. And some people, a lot of Christians and Christian preppers will mention that scripture in, in Revelations 18.4 that I said here at the end, and I heard another voice from her from heaven saying, come out of her, my people. And I know that there's been people that have mentioned that before, and they've gone to other places, and I just... I don't know. I just never felt that that was the the answer to any of that. So if you have thought about going to another country and and doing that, I mean, that is completely up to you and you are welcome to do that. I just I never thought that that was the complete answer to uh, to survival is is to get out there. There's so many countries where if you you know, that don't recognize like a second amendment, you know, they don't have a second amendment. And so having a way to defend yourself, you know, it wouldn't look anything near what we have uh, here in, you know, in America and in our ability. And so of course, yeah, people are always talking about, you know, the gun control and all that kind of stuff. But the fact is, is that there's a lot of firearms out there already, and there's no way that they're going to be all confiscated and all that kind of stuff. You know, if that, if that ever went down. So, Anyway, I've, I've gone long on that one, but that's just my two cents there. I never thought that America, leaving America, would be the answer there. So the other thing, and the last thing that I want to kind of end on this is one of the reasons why I chose to read this and, and go uh, you know, this route. And I, I don't think I've ever read an article like this on the podcast. So, uh, you know, so here we are. Um, the reason it's so important for me is because this world is not all there is. You know, we we look at our world and we look at everything that we have here and we enjoy it and we love it and we have our families and 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 all that kind of stuff. But this world is not all there is. You know, there is another world. And so one of the things uh, the way that I used to explain it when I was a youth pastor to young people is just like an astronaut needs a spacesuit out in space if they're doing a you know a spacewalk or whatever you know those of us that are here on earth we have a flesh suit but we really we are spirit you know and and that is what is connected connected to the lord and one day you will if jesus tarries you will breathe your last you will you know your brain will fire uh, one last time your heart will beat one last time and then you will step into eternity and you know if you don't believe that that's fine you can find that out when you know when it all happens right and it'll be too late for you but you'll find that out you'll get the answer that you're that you're looking for but i choose to believe and i choose to and i know that that step into eternity is exactly where i want to be that is my home that is where i i'm going to wind up 
ending up, right? And that is the ultimate goal. This world, leaving a legacy, you know, making it rich, doing all that kind of stuff. It's, it's not the goal here. So it, it all winds up being like, what is your priority? What is the reason for living? What is the reason for, you know, being in and all that stuff? And, you know, for me, it is to glorify the Lord. And so I try everything in my life I wanted to. Ultimately, that is the goal. That is what's supposed to happen, right? So whether it is, you know, going to church, preaching at church, whether it's being a father, a husband, going to work and trying to, you know, do the best that I can at work, whether it's running this podcast or, you know, what, whatever it might be that everything that I do could, would glory, get, bring glory to, to the Lord. And that is my, my, my goal. And ultimately one day I will be able to be face to face with him and give glory to him face to face. So, a lot there, very, very heavy in the faith there. And so I know from some of you, I'll hear, Todd, that was great. Thank you. Uh, you know, it, it speaks to my, to my faith. I'm a Christian and all that stuff. And other people are, you know, it's just like, Hey, this is too much. I don't want to, I don't want to hear this. This is a, a prepper website podcast. You know, I want to hear preparedness. And so you got a little bit of preparedness there, but the ultimate preparedness is spiritual preparedness, right? So because one day your body will give out and you, you I mean, you can have 50 years worth of preparedness stuff, man, and your body will wear out and you know, you don't, you don't use it all up. But your life is doesn't end here. Uh, when when you breathe your last, your life is payable on death, and so you have to come to terms with that, um, one way or the other. Everyone will, right? All right, guys. Well, like always, this is going to be this article in Time Survival Guide is going to be linked in the show notes, so you can link to it. You can go check it out. Read the comments. There's, like I said, a lot of comments, and then I also link to part two if you want to go check out part two and uh, see all the other things that that are added there. And to finish off this article, you can easily go and check that out. Um, that'll be in the show notes. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 573, the real 573. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can head on over to the prepperwebsitepodcast.com or search for the Prepper Website Podcast in your podcast catcher. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a link in the show notes so that you can join the Prepper Website email list and stay connected. And with that, Choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.